this. Um, I'll just give a, a very brief orientation to the schedule for this evening and uh, then introduce the, the first elder that will be speaking. You know, as, uh, as we come together, <coughs> just continue to be reminded as we reflect on the last uh, eight months, the, the words that, that we have heard so often of unprecedented, new normal, all those things that we've tried to continue to, to redefine in the last couple of months and, and we see some uh, redefinition beginning to occur, but we really don't know uh, what the new normal will exactly be. But there's certainly one thing we need to be sure about, and, and that is who we're putting our faith in and <clears throat> that our allegiance to God is, is unwavering. And so that we wanted to come together tonight as we think about this special time in our country of uh, uh, new leadership and, and what God expects us of, of Christians. And we thought it was just a wonderful time for us to come together and spend uh, in devotion and prayer uh, and, and taking our petitions to God, but also thanking him that even in this, these unprecedented times, uh, we have so much to be thankful for. So what we'll be doing this evening is uh, Scott Cockrell, just in a moment, will be uh, starting uh, out. We're beaming him from uh, Florida. I see him and Melissa there, and uh, appreciate uh, both of them able to join us tonight. Scott will start us out, uh, and then uh, Jeff will be next on the, the schedule, and then uh, Josh, and then Tom, and then I'll wrap us up uh, as we close out tonight. So with that, I'll turn it over to Scott. Okay, thank you very much. Pray with me, please. Lord, we thank you for placing us at this point in history where our lives, our Christian lives, are living in a time where we have such an opportunity to be impactful to those around us, Lord. We thank you for placing us in this time. We thank you for placing us here to be this light. We thank you, Lord, for this country that you have created in such a wonderful way and the freedoms that exist in this country, Lord. We pray, Lord, that those freedoms will be upheld. We pray that we will be good stewards of this wonderful country that you've given us and these freedoms that you've given us. The freedom to speak out, the freedom to protest, the freedom to express ourselves, the freedom to vote, Lord, and all of those uh, as their freedoms at this time feel in some ways like they bring about some element of stress within, within our country or within our world. As we make this transition in leadership, Lord, uh, we ask you to bless those who, who exercise that freedom to pro protest or to speak out, Lord. Pray that you'll bless them to be peaceful, bless them to be uh, respectful in what they do. Pray, Lord, that uh, as they feel the need to have their voice heard, Lord, that they will do it in a way that is expressing themselves but not bringing danger or harm to others. Lord, we, uh, we pray for those who are protecting us, the people who serve us, the, the police, the first responders, the medics, the doctors, the nurses, the firemen and uh, fire departments, Lord, those, the National Guard, the Army, who, whoever may get involved at this time, Lord, we pray that as they protect us, they can be safe. We pray that they return to their families safe, Lord, and 
pray Lord that you uh, you guide them in the decisions they make that uh, they will never that they will not be harmed and that they will not bring harm to others. We ask you to guide them, Lord, as uh, in the next few days there there may be some very tense and very difficult situations that uh, they are involved in. Pray, Lord, that uh, your will will be done. We pray for your glory to be seen through this. We, we ask you, Lord, for your, your power and your blessings as we have before, and we know that you have before. As your nations have gone before you before, Lord, and, and in so many ways taken on so many challenges, Lord, we pray that you guide us at this time in these challenges. Um, and we pray for protection and safety and for guidance, Lord, as we transition in leadership. It's in your son's name we pray, Lord. Amen. Welcome everybody. Glad that you're joining in tonight. Thankful for you being here with us. Before I offer my prayer, I just want to say a couple of words very quickly. And of course, you know when a preacher says I'm going to say a couple of words, it could be a while. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 20 says this. So the people shouted and the trumpets sounded. And when they heard the blast of the trumpet, the people gave a great shout and the wall collapsed. The trumpet sounded, the people shouted, and the wall collapsed. You know, walls uh, are a symbol of divisions. Walls that we place between ourselves and others. Walls that are placed between people that keep us away from each other, keep us from knowing each other, from serving each other, from understanding each other, from loving each other. And we live in a time and a place and a situation where there's so many walls that separate. And one of the things that we're praying for tonight and continually is that these walls that separate us can be brought down. We have so many walls that are just self-invented and self-inflicted. We have walls between Republicans and Democrats and rich and poor and black and white and educated and uneducated and urban and rural and blue collar and white collar and we could go on and on and on. I was thinking today of one of my favorite poems poets, Robert Frost, who wrote a poem about a wall. And in that poem, he said, before I would build a wall, I'd like to know who I was walling in or walling out. There's just something that doesn't love a wall. There is something that doesn't love a wall. And that's something that doesn't love division. That's something that doesn't love separation between man is God because God calls us to unity. And he calls us away from the idea of me versus you and us versus them and we versus others and invites us instead to all be his. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30, the Hebrew writer was looking back at the wall of Jericho and he said that it fell because of faithful obedience to God. And I would suggest to you tonight that if the walls of division around us are going to fall, it's going to fall because of faithful obedience to God. This is the only way, but it is the way that God points us to. 
and the way that we pray for tonight. Let's pray for the things that divide us and for unity. God, we come before you tonight thankful for the opportunity to approach your throne. And God, we, we thank you that you are a God who created us to want to need one another. And we look around our world today and we see so many ways that we have divided and separated from each other. Walls that either we have created or we have maintained or maybe we've just accepted without even giving notice to. And in all of these situations, God, we would ask that you, you tear down these walls that keep us away from each other. Tear down these walls that keep us from knowing and loving and serving one another. And help us to be active in the process of reaching out, reaching over, reaching around these barriers to show your love. We know that the only way these walls of division come down is because of faithful obedience to you. And so, God, we put this in your hands with a heartfelt desire to see in our time walls of division torn down that we can contribute meaningfully to their destruction that we can be your hands and feet, that we can be your voice, and that we can serve our fellow man. And help us, Lord, in this endeavor. Help our country at this time when so many walls divide. Help us to see past these things and to see instead people that you have created and people that you love. And Lord, we thank you in all these things we ask in your son's name. Amen. Good evening. I wanted to uh, read a quick passage from a part in uh, Romans that oftentimes is overlooked. It's uh, very appropriate for the, at this time. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. It says, uh, Romans 13, chapter 1, or verse 1. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against God and what, and what God has instituted. We often think, uh, forget that, don't we? I want to remind you of uh, the, when Jesus was being crucified in John chapter 19. If you remember when Pilate was questioning him, and Pilate kind of wanted to hit, get him uh, released and Pilate finally came to him and said, don't you realize that I have the power to release you? And then Jesus says, you have no power over me at all unless it were not given to you from above. So put yourself in the disciples' shoes seen in the crowd that day as they watched. You could think of nothing but evil was going on. Where are you, God? What's happening here? And eventually he was taken away and crucified. It seems like nothing but wrong. But we can look at this now and we say, wow, you know, God had a plan, obviously. So whether it makes sense or not, whether your favorite person is in office or not, we have to remember that they are put there by God. And we are told to respect them and obey them and trust that God has a plan. 
so now we get the opportunity to go before the one creator who created all heavens and earth. What a blessing it is to be able to talk to him. So will you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, it's just so humbling that, uh, that we can have instant access to you. We can bow our heads. We can lift, uh, lift our voices in prayer, and you hear us. That humbles us, and we thank you. We pray right now for uh, th this great country that we live in. It seems uh, so divided at times. We pray for unity. We pray for the, uh, the upcoming president, uh, Joe Biden. I pray that uh, you'll just help him through this time and uh, give him good judgment, guide his steps, and all those people who might, uh, who might uh, to, to, to guide him along as well. Just be with those folks. Help us to, uh, to unite better. And I also want to pray for our current president, that Donald Trump, as he steps down, be with him and his family as they, as, as they have been through so much. And uh, help them to also just be united and uh, help us just to look, look beyond the, the, the little bit of turmoil we got going on right now and just look at the big picture and how great of a country we have. It's the, it's the greatest country in the world. We have such freedom here and we're just so blessed. Men and women have fought in the military to have all that we have and we are so blessed because of it. And uh, so we just want to thank you for this. Thank you for their service. Pray that you, uh, not only with the president, but you'd be with all the other uh, elected officials that, uh, that, are, are, that are authorities. Just give them wisdom and, uh, and just help them along and, and uh, help us all be united. And, uh, and we, just, we just thank you for that. Thank you for, for listening to us. And we ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Father, we thank you for this opportunity we have to be here this night. Uh, we thank you for the country that we live in, Father. We thank you for the leaders that we have. Uh, well, we especially want to thank you for our medical staffs in this country, Father, who are burdened at this time, overburdened probably, Father, and we just ask to be with each one of them. Uh, certainly our country is blessed with uh, some of the best people in the world in the medical field, and we just ask to bless each one of them, Father as they help get us through this uh, extreme time, Father, and we thank you for each one of them. Be with those also that are their families that will have to uh, encourage them, Father, at home. Father, we thank you for the number of medical staff we have here in the congregation here. We have a number of them, Father, and we ask you to bless each one of them. We thank you for them and thank you for their service. Bless us this night, Father, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. As we find ourselves here <clears throat> on the brink of a new year in January 2021, and we reflect on where we've come from, 
This country has come through so many trials and tribulations. Um, many of you, even in the last eight months, have come through many different challenges and some going through it now. You know, and, and through all of this, <clears throat> one of the most important things that we need to realize is whose we are. Because I think one of the greatest crises that we have, that we're facing as a country is an identity crisis of whose we are. You know, as I, as I think back over the uh, many years and the more and more gray hair I, I have, that means more years to think back over, I guess. But I used to think about identity crisis just being those that are teenagers that are really kind of struggling with who they want to become, what they want to do with the rest of their life. And it, and it is a very challenging time for a teenager. But I also witness almost every week the challenge that it is for college students and the finding their identity. Um, sometimes it's still that senior in college still struggling with that. But what's also come clearer and clearer to me is that so many of us of, as adults still struggle with that, of who we really are. And I think once, once we become dedicated and assured that we are God's, that it makes everything else in life fit. But if, if we don't put our assurance in that, then we're constantly looking for something else that will just be gratifying to ourselves. And, and so as I, I think <clears throat> of what, what can bring unity, it's, it's our faith in God and the assurance that he will take us home and knowing that we are his, that we can endure anything because there's something better yet to come. That unity is so important and for it to occur, our reliance must be on God and that we every day continue to acknowledge whose we are. As I listen to some of the news in recent days, our current state of affairs as we stand two days away from the inauguration of the 46th President of the United States of America to the time that Abraham Lincoln was facing during the Civil War. So I wanted to share with you some of his words during his first inauguration. He says, we are not enemies but friends. We must not be enemies. Though passion may have strained, it must not break our bonds of affection. <clears throat> the mystic cords of memory stretching from every battlefield and patriot grave to every living heart and hearthstone all over this broad land will yet swell the chorus of the union. When again touched, 
as surely they will be by the better angels of our nature. Going back to the real source of our unity, I want to <clears throat> share with you Jesus' words as he was speaking to his father. But he was speaking to his father about us in John chapter 17. As he'd already addressed <clears throat> to the father about his disciples, he says, I do not ask in behalf of these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may be one, even as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be in us. That the world may believe that thou didst send me, and the glory which thou hast given me, I have given to them that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfected in unity, that the world may know that thou didst send me and didst love them, even as thou didst love me. That we be one, just as the Father and the Son are one. Because in their unity, we become unified with them, because we are called children of God. Would you join me in prayer? God, even in these challenging days, may we use these days to declare, certainly within ourselves, and because we declare within ourselves that it radiates to the world that they know whose we are. That they know from where our source of love is that we can extend to each other to break down those walls, to show compassion, not to those who are just showing compassion to us. Certainly, it's easy to show compassion to the medical staff and the police officers if they're ministering to us. But Father, we see so many not even showing the compassion to them. But Father, Help us never to be of that manner. Help us always show compassion to one another, regardless of whether it's being shown to us, and to be respectful, to love, to let you shine through us. And Father, not that we are allowing whatever thoughts and passion that may be in us for what we think is right, but Father, for what you can instill within us, because as your children, we know we have the Holy Spirit to guide us. Help us to let the Holy Spirit live within us and that it be our guide, not ourselves. Father, as we, as we think out over the next several days in this country, we just pray that you wrap your arms uh, around it and help every one of us to realize that we make a difference. We can make a difference because you live within us. And let us never think that we can't make a difference through you. Because it's every life that we touch 
you touch. But God, help us to never touch those lives in a way that's in opposition to you and then proclaim that it's you in us. God, let us be vulnerable. Let us allow you to use our lives to touch lives in ways that they step back and say, there's something different. And that difference is you. God, may you radiate through this community and through our country. And God, we just want to thank you for your presence, even through this pandemic that, that we've been going through. And may we continue to honor you with our lives. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen.